0: Kirk Fox. Let me invite a few people to uh, another episode of Little Piles of Crazy. That's what it's called. I don't really know means, actually. It it used to to be a title. Uh, Henry, Michael, nice to see you. Kirk Fox here. I'm excited for this episode. I, I think it's important. I was quickly uh, discussing the title, Little Piles of Crazy. It it doesn't really have to be crazy. We all have little piles of of things. I used to think it was crazy, but it's just a pile. You just have to watch where you step. Uh, Ben, nice to see you as well. Uh, these These are friends. These are allies. I want to talk about something quickly. And I can talk to who's ever in the room also if they'd like to discuss. But it's about pencils versus pens. We can even talk about a computer if we need to. We can talk about uh, pastels, which I'm not a fan of. I have a a three-and-a-half-year-old daughter who breaks those pastels pretty quick. The the pastels do not have a very long life. I, I don't really know the purpose of a pastel. But my wife likes to buy things for the child. And then the child uses them for a moment and breaks them. So I'm I'm against pastels. I wanted to try a pencil last night. And I'm a pen guy. I've always preferred the pen. I'm a G2 man. I, I like the fact that the paper seems to meet the pen halfway. As I put the pen to the page, I don't have to press that hard. I also like the pen because as it begins to fade, I'm always curious what the last word will be with a pen. And even if uh, the pen is struggling, you can find a way to get that last word out. With the pencil, you have to press hard I tried a pencil last night. I thought it would be old school. I hadn't used a pencil in a long time. I, I, I like the feel of wood. I, I thought the lead was romantic. But I had to press so hard that it it didn't break. But I, I know what happens if a, a pencil does break. You have to sharpen it. You have to find a way to bring the pencil back to life. I, I have too little pencil sharpeners. I'm sure you guys are aware of what that is. You stick the pencil in the hole and you twist it and uh, it sharpens it and that's supposed to make things better. But I'd like to know what people like to write with. Do you prefer pencils to a pen? Chalk on a sidewalk, I don't mind. I think that's that's cool. I like the fact that the rain will take it away. If I, if I had to write with chalk, I'm cool with that. But uh, I'm a pen guy. I will use a pencil if that's all that's there. I wonder what they use in prison. Are they allowed pencils and pens? Does anyone know that? Let me, uh, let me talk to Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben.
1: Kirk Fox. Uh, Hi, Kirk. I'm
0: the host of Little Policy Crazy. Uh, that's all. It's a title and lets people know how to find me. Your thoughts, Ben? Are you a pencil guy or a pen guy, or are you passionate about the computer?
2: <laughs> well, um, I I definitely use pens, uh, I would say, as an adult when I was young. I was all pencils. I liked that I could erase but as an adult I like I think I like that you you know ben, you either I, write I it or to you tell don't.
0: You, I, I think that's wonderful as well. Uh, is that your phone? Do I hear an alarm?
2: I apologize I'm in a, a loud place. Okay, uh, that's uh, I don't right. believe I, I have an alarm. I heard
0: a noise and that was exciting to me but uh, Ben uh, I just wanted to try the pencil. And I'm with you. I, I definitely like the pen. Uh, when a pen begins to fade, I just can't wait to see what the last word is. But I'm a G2 guy. But I I think I used to be a pencil guy as a child.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I can understand about um, the pastel situation, too. I mean, pastels are really fun. And then they kind of crumble. Yes, yeah. uh,
0: I, I think I think personally I think the pastels a a bad investment for a, a three year old. <laughs> um, yeah, th- they don't seem to last very long. Either do crayons with my child. It, it could just be her strength. But once again, I'm a I'm a pen guy. What about computer? Do you write on your computer first?
2: I do actually, and that I think has to do with my handwriting being pretty poor and actually yeah when i was younger um uh i tend to write sentences that i want to say but i tend to write them kind of in the wrong order so a computer really helps me like write out the sentences get them out and then rearrange them so i i I value that
0: i know i often often hear writers talk about they like to write drunk and then edit sober
1: so
0: that, that seems to kind of be uh where your brain is you you, you you need some help getting them in order.
2: Yes, yes, I can't, I can't say that alcohol helps or hurts uh, on that one. Uh, I don't drink it at this time, but 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 hey, yeah, ben, they come out I, of the wrong order. I comp- that totally applies to me. Yeah. Uh,
0: hey Ben, I had a thought last night that I can run by you as, as a, a fellow Earth planet traveler. I realized, oh, what's that? I, I realized that the human being should realize that. We are a book. Every one of us is a book. And that if we open us to any thought, someone should be able to read us or we should be able to, uh, to read one of our thoughts at any moment. And it, and it should be interesting.
2: Huh. Yeah. So is that like a goal for being transparent with yourself and others? Like that's, that's an ideal well,
0: it, it it came to my attention that when I'm on stage, sometimes I think that there has to be an order.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. And I
0: th- I think the truth is, with a really great book, you can open it to any page and start reading, and it'll still and it. it,
2: it I hear that alarm. Is that you? I'm sorry. And if it. Uh, oh, that's someone nearby me. I'm sorry. And no, I'm sorry okay. if this is messing it up. I, you can go to someone else if my no, audio is. That, yeah. okay. No, that's yeah. okay. No, it's fine. Now, yeah. that, I, now yeah. that
0: I know where the beep is coming from, I, I'm,
2: a, I'm, <laughs> I'm moving player. away.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I, I was just trying to make sure that my grounds hadn't been breached.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but what do you. As a writer and as a, a creator, don't you think that's interesting that if if we're truly at peace we should be able to start talking about anything when we're on stage and it should be interesting
1: as opposed
0: as opposed to an elaborate setup what do you think about that
2: oh i i love that as like a test you know because like if you if you just start to overhear a conversation you know there's no like well this is the start of the conversation this is the middle it's like it sounds live it sounds real and so yeah I love that idea you open a book and like if it was really kind of composed and and kind of um, preserved and like prepared you'll you kind of catch that you'll kind of smell that but if it's kind of from the heart and spontaneous then it, there won't be a seam to it
0: Yeah so that that's a that was a bit of an, an epiphany that that I had, was that we should be able to start anyway.
2: Well, I really appreciate it, and I feel like it's real loud in the background, so I should let someone else talk. We'll we'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you so much.
0: Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack, why don't you come in here for a second, Uh, a fellow comedian. Are, Are you handy, Jack? Can you... Hey, Jack, Kirk Fox... I am the host of Little Piles of Crazy, uh, a a title that can refer to whatever you really want it to be. How are you, Jack?
3: I'm doing great. How are you doing, Kirk Fox, host of Little Piles of Crazy?
0: Jack, I I think I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just happy to be here discussing pencils and pens with humanity. But when you go on stage, what do you think about? possibly starting anywhere in your set. How do you feel about that?
3: I I have a hard time starting in the middle of my set. Um, I'm very set up oriented and I try to get a punchline out within the first 45 seconds of being up there. Uh, hope Usually I try, I aim for 30, but sometimes so, I can't so. do that.
0: So Jack, the, the point I'm making and, and discussing and throwing it out into the world is that you should be able to start anywhere and be okay with it and not not be so worried about a setup and a punch and just know that, that you're enough.
3: Thank you for letting me know that and cluing me in on that. I it's, I hear what you're saying, and I definitely think that's something I should work towards, well, but I'm not no, sure if I'm, I, I'm quite I, there yet.
0: I, Oh, I, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there in the world to to get some people's opinions on it. But I think if we are truly at peace, and this is just an experiment for me that I, that I can just maybe start anywhere. And if if you're open and present and vulnerable, the audience, I think they'll go with you. And I and I and I'm going to try it. I, I'm just throwing it out there. But you you told me that you really like to get a, a joke in there in those 30 or 40 seconds. That's certainly a lot of pressure you're putting on yourself, my friend.
3: Yeah, it it, it is a lot of pressure, but it's one of the things that I like the most, I guess. I like going fast. I like um, I like getting people to buy into something that they might not necessarily buy into unless i go up there and get them get them to buy into it
0: yeah jack um, you're wor- you're you're working too hard my friend uh trying to get them to buy anything is is a is a tricky approach i feel i feel uh no no one wants to be forced to get something. You you just kind of want to massage them with your words. Yeah. Something
3: that I've been experimenting with and and leaning towards, honestly, is I'll I'll go on stage and I'll let the audience choose what I'm going to do, where I'll give them two options of stories and then let them sort of cheer for which one. So it's almost as though they have a level of agency over what I'm doing when really... I let them choose between two things I already know. If that yeah, makes interesting, sense. Interesting
0: Jack. I, I I would like to see that. Uh th- that might be working for you but boy that that certainly scares me. But hey man, w- w- whatever gets us uh whatever gets us through the moment.
3: Yeah, whatever gets whatever gets you through the night and establishes an environment of uh peace and tranquility on
0: stage. I like it, Jack. I like it. Hey man, it was nice chatting with you. Uh I can't wait to see one of your sets. And uh you know, just get up there and start talking. The, the they'll go with you. Don't don't get them too involved.
3: Will do. I'll 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 let you go and I can't wait to see one of your sets, Kirk.
0: You know, I will say it's a it's a dangerous it's a minefield when uh when you get the audience involved like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, because then that's when the heckles start coming out.
0: Yeah, it's so, it's so. just, uh, man, uh, I value that stage time, and I want to get up there and, and just love them. Uh, I don't care what they want to hear. Uh, I, I just want to get out what I want to get out. But uh, it, they're just along for the ride. Just love them. But, man, I wouldn't ask them what stories. Just fucking tell them.
3: Yeah. We'll see. I know, uh,
0: I know, Jack. I know you're. I I know you're stubborn. You're, yeah, you're, gonna I, figure, I, you're gonna figure it out on your own. When you when you're in front of uh, a few hundred people, what are you gonna do? You're gonna ask them what they want to hear. Yeah. Then then you're only gonna be getting the answer from two or three people that are now speaking for three hundred.
3: Yeah. I, I I've only done it a couple times. I, I'm maybe like five or five five to ten. I came up with this idea in the new year. Well, but, good luck, man. But I,
0: I I I I see where you're coming from. It's an interesting angle.
3: Yeah, we'll see. It'll um, it'll be the. It, it could be really interesting. It could be something that differentiates me, uh, or it could be something that uh only adds more stress and i have to stop doing it in february but yeah
0: what, you know what are you gonna do you're gonna go on tv and uh ask a studio audience what they want to hear you don't have time for that
3: i don't have time for that i've never been on tv but we'll see all right buddy. Um, keep keep me,
0: keep me posted on this jack
3: we will do i'll talk to you later kirk all right buddy bye
0: Hey man, we got Henry left. Michael. Hey Michael, what do you write with? Henry, what do you write with? Do you prefer pencils or pens? Does anyone know what they write with in prison? Michael Kirk Fox, welcome to Little Piles of Crazy, which can just be Hello Kirk over. Fox.
4: How are you, Michael? Well, I uh you know, I do so little handwriting anymore, but when I do, I prefer a pen, definitely. And I'm somewhat picky about my pens. There's some pens that aren't for writing. They're just for holding in my hand. So I have some sort of object in my hand. I'm sort of like Bob Dole. i got to have a pen in my hand all the time. And uh, But those aren't for writing. Those are just your, your crappy little paper-made 10-cent pens. They're good for, for holding on to. But then I need a, a proper good pen. The call-in pen, by the way, that was sent in that little care package. Excellent pen. Uh, when I need to write something with that, that gets the job done every time. But uh for the most part, I'm just uh, you know, turning my turning my thumbs into carpal tunnel <laughs> disaster areas by uh by typing into my phone. I like it. Uh yeah. Michael,
0: I I'm a G2. Uh, I like that yeah. pen. I I prefer the black or the blue, but <clears throat> I'm a I'm a big fan. I got I have to tell you Michael, I love it when the pen begins to lose energy and Uh it's all and it's almost out of ink to me it's so romantic to see what the last words are of this pen and you can almost i almost try and time it where i at least get the word love out yeah or at least
4: the l the o and the v people can kind of fill in the rest right
0: (laughs) well you, you you can always move the pen around enough where you're going to get it's that some kind of yeah you're, you're going to yeah. get that last letter I I used to <laughs> even take I used to even bury my pins when they were done Oh well that's uh no no I'm afraid <laughs> I uh I just usually discard them
4: like so much rubbish I'm not very sentimental about pins I know I I I'm a romantic
0: at at heart and You are you know, I I try and scribble every day I'm I, I like to start my day just putting some words on paper with my coffee and I have a I have little journals around that I just uh scribble some thoughts mainly just jokes and m- most of the words are all repetitive but to me it's health <laughs> to me it's healthy. Yeah, you know it's
4: uh it's always good if you're in any kind of creative endeavor writing uh endeavor uh to just sit down and and just kind of free flow freestyle for a while. It it might it might be gibberish, but within that gibberish, you'll
0: there'll be some nuggets of something good you can
4: you can flesh out some more later. Michael, uh, I
0: I I agree. If you're putting a pen to the page, it, nothing bad can come of it. That's right. Uh, that's right. For those 20 minutes, you're not looking at porn.
4: <laughs> That's right. I I keep a pin in my hand at all times. It keeps me from touching myself. It's
1: uh, yeah. Well, what, whatever
0: whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Hey, Michael, I'm gonna, I'm going to let you go. Is there anything okay. you need to know? Is there? Do you have any life questions? Anything you need to know about Kirk Fox? Oh
4: uh, no, no. Uh, uh, you're you're pretty much an open book, Kirk. I don't I don't feel like you're holding anything back. So uh, I feel like uh, I just keep listening and I learn all I need to know.
0: Maybe more. <laughs> all right michael just just keep loving out there and uh hey don't be don't really be against the paper made or those shitty little pens because the mm-hmm. words that come out of those sometimes are the best because they're so they're just so happy to be used
4: yeah yeah well when, when they write they're fine sometimes i find i find the black ones tend to be more reliable for actually writing with than the blue ones the blue ones never seem to no matter how much you shake them, they never seem to pro- never seem to produce any actual uh, uh letters, but uh, Interesting. Uh, yeah, they're good they're good for having around, and they're just kind of a nice sort of totem to I'm, I'm, I'm just
0: excited because I'm going to start talking about it on stage. I'm going to start being a little more specific to what's important to me, and it seems that pens and pencils and minutia is huge. To me, if if I can, if I if I can be so bold as to to put those words together, but I I, I'm going to really start spending more time talking about the little shit as as opposed to pedophilia.
4: (laughs) Oh, don't sleep on pedophilia; it's still a rich vein of uh, material, I'm sure. Oh, I know,
0: but I I I like to bal (laughs) I want to balance it out a little. Fair enough. Fair enough.
4: Well, I think you could do the definitive routine on the pin uh, for all time. Like the best 10 minutes on a pin that's ever been done. I think that's...
0: Well, I have 10 minutes on bananas that's pretty epic that I haven't had time to do lately. And mm -hmm. I'm working on coconuts and tostadas, just being lazy tacos. So I, (laughs) I have so much material that I just need to... Either do an hour every night. I I think I have three new hours of comedy.
4: Oh well, you got to get you got to get that uh, three special deal at Netflix and get that all out. That's what you need. I
0: know, but I, I'm so against monetizing.
1: <laughs> it well, seems,
0: it seems to be so against my brand, my brand of anonymity. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think your agent would have a different take, but who knows. Ah, Michael, I don't have an agent. What? You got it, buddy. Okay. Well, uh that that that, sh- that shows you my effort right there. Mhm. I just don't seem to give a fuck.
4: <laughs> that could uh, that could potentially limit you uh, career-wise. Uh, you, you might uh, Oh,
0: see, but that that's where I'm at. I don't care. Uh mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this moment right here. I, I don't seem to have any interest in succeeding on any level.
4: <laughs> well, as long as as long as your work life balance is where you want it, then uh, and you've got a, you've got enough to pay the bills, I wouldn't worry about it too much.
0: I don't know. I, I I don't pay the bills, so I guess I'm doing something right.
4: <laughs> All right. Well. Um, I I I'm not the man to give career advice to
0: I uh I uh I know Michael I I will say to me it's I love how interesting it suddenly becomes when you realize you're talking to someone that is completely opposite of what you thought they might need to be <laughs>
4: Well, I I think uh, in the world of show business, yeah, there's a there's there's a lot of uh, hustle that goes into being successful. People people always talk about the overnight successes; they're almost never overnight, and there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of very hard work that that goes into it. And uh, yeah, you're right; hard work is kind of for the birds. I, I don't... <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: man. I, look, it's much easier it's just to do, uh, just well enough and kind of coast along. You know, that's uh that's a. Uh... A nice hey man,
0: I, I've, I've spent almost 25 minutes just because of pencils and pens and mm-hmm. pastels and what we write on. So I think you can uh, do whatever you want with time that That's you don't have to you don't have to hustle.
4: That's right. And, uh, you know, it is uh, the unfortunate events of this weekend uh, proven yet again. Comedian is a very dangerous profession. Uh, too many of them die young. Maybe uh Maybe the secret to longevity in the business is to not uh, is to not work too hard and not take it too seriously.
0: Well, or just know that uh, that little heart can just stop whenever it's uh, done.
4: Uh, just, I told uh, <laughs> I had I told a friend of mine who's a comic one time you should should find a uh, less dangerous line of work like asbestos removal or something like that. But uh, yeah,
0: well, <laughs> it, you know, Bob had fun while he was here, and he's made the exit and. You know, of course, he was young, but you know, he did what needed to be done while he was here.
4: Sure did, yeah.
0: And uh, he went out in his sleep. That's a that's yeah. That's I think we'd all we'd all take that deal, right? <laughs> that's a, that's that's a gentle exit. All right, Michael. I'll all see right, you soon. Good, good chatting. Uh, we'll we'll do it again next time. All right, uh, Ben, Jack, any? Uh, Any parting words? Anything else we need to know? Ben, did you find a quiet spot? Jack, I can't wait to uh, see you do some jokes, buddy. You got good, strong hair. You're handsome. Ah, shit. Carl. Ah, God, it's nice to have Carl here. Uh, Carl, I'm wrapping up this episode of Little Piles of Crazy. But if you'd like to uh, slide in for one second and just let me know if you prefer pencils or pens, I I would love to hear from you. Do you you know how, do you you know how? Hey Carl, Kirk Fox, welcome to another episode of Little Piles of Crazy. Today's topic, pencils versus
1: pens. Do you you have a preference? Uh, Do I have a preference? I think with respect to pens or pencils, I swing both ways. Sometimes you need one, other times you can't get by without the other. And I'm not just talking about traveling to space, right? If you're in space, you better have a pencil on you to write in zero gravity. But most times when you're on Earth, uh, pen should do. But um, I think the pencil and its ability to get erased from reality comes in handy every once in a while. Carl,
0: I I like the way you're thinking. Uh, I like the fact that you brought... Uh, space travel into this conversation, I will say that NASA has a pen that can write in uh, zero gravity while upside down. So NASA has taken into consideration your concerns, but uh, I'm not that I'm not a fan of the pencil currently. Uh, I tried to write with one last night, and it just took a little bit more work than uh, I wanted to do. So that, that's what inspired today's talk.
1: I can totally get, totally get that. But uh, uh, was the conversation about the NASA pen that writes in space that opens up a whole uh, load of worms uh, about government corruption and all the top, other topics that take us away from the pens versus pencil discussion. So I would say uh, pens, but, um, you know, they leak. What's up with that? Oh, Carl,
0: I mean, you're, you're bringing in a lot of uh, good thoughts. I mean, you, you came in at the end, but Carl, uh, these are all things that I'm going to bring up in, in, in the next pencil pen conversation. The leaking. Uh, I, and I can't believe in 30 minutes it, it, took, it took you, a rebel, coming in for the last minute to bring up the space and leaking. So thank you, Carl.
1: It's important to finish up strong. Thanks for the show. All
0: right, Carl. I'll see you when I see you. See ya. Well, that was, uh, that was a pleasant surprise that Carl, a, a new friend, I hadn't really seen the face or the name lately. He's, maybe he's been around, but, boy, he came in to really wrap this episode up strong. He, he brought up the leaking of a pen. And boy, I don't I don't wanna get into it, but damn it he's right. So maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna think more about the pencil. And just maybe not press so hard and, and be okay with the the light words. Maybe it doesn't have to be that dark. Boy, thank you, Carl. Well, this has been a, a great episode of Little Piles of Crazy. I learned a lot. And uh, I'm gonna just reflect on this. I, I might write about it a little with a pen and a pencil, man, I, I'm not going to limit myself. So that's the beauty of calling friends coming in to talk and uh, learning new things. You guys are educators. Thank you. Kirk Fox over and out. And also next time let's talk about the eraser.